This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, we had a pod before OTAs. We have a pod after. Well, <laughs> not OTAs, but the media portion of OTAs. Because now we got to talk about everything we actually saw, Matt. I mean, we talked about what we might see, what it would look like. We made some predictions. And now we can actually talk about what we did see here on It's Always Game Day in Buffalo. It was good to be back out there, though, on Tuesday for sure. It was incredible to be back out there because for everybody who is listening, the first time the Bills had an OTA practice earlier in the offseason, we were not allowed to actually watch the practice. We talked to the guys, but Sal, we didn't watch the practice. So when we went out on the practice field on Tuesday, it felt like old times again, getting out on the field, having the sun come down and hit you in the face, watching the guys practice and everything. It took me back to football. I missed it. Mm -hmm. I missed that feeling. It was good to actually – I know it's very loose what we're calling football here. Guys in shorts and T-shirts and, you know, jerseys and not really the full equipment, but it was still really cool to be back out there. It was great, and it felt like a training camp practice to me. And I say that because it was energetic, it was crisp, and I think that they kind of did everything they normally do except for the hitting part. Of course, you can't hit people. But even some training camp practices are, you know, kind of more of a, hey, lay off a little bit. But it felt like they were hitting the ground running, so to speak, which I guess shouldn't be a surprise, right? This is a team that is loaded with veterans, loaded with guys who've been around a while. It's a coaching staff that's been around a long time together. So it's not like they're, you know, they have to ramp up and kind of teach new things and install new things. Yes, there's some of that that goes on, especially with a new defensive coordinator and Sean McDermott and play caller. But honestly, Matt, I think that they're at a point already here in the at the end of May where it's like, hey. We do a little bit of classroom work, and then we go on the field, and we are ready to rock and roll. I think for me, going out there reminded me how deep of a team they have. You yeah. know what I mean? You go out there, and you're watching the guys warm up. So what happens is they'll do a stretch, an individual drill, and then they'll all run over to one side of the field. And the offense will line up in one big line. The defense will line up in one big line. And you're just kind of looking at all of the guys there. And you're going down the line and you're like, wow, that guy's good. That guy's good. That guy's good. You forget how talented they are. I think when most people think of the Bills, most of the people I'm sure who listen to this podcast are very big Bills fans. But outside of the Bills bubble, you go to Josh Allen, you go to Stefan Diggs, and then maybe you go to Von Miller and a couple of the guys on the defense. 
But from top to bottom, if you're just talking about their 22 starters, maybe you can say the linebacker spot because Matt Milano was also a notable absence from the practice. So they were kind of rotating in guys there. Besides the linebacker spot, there's really not a weak link on the team, or at least I don't think there is. Because I think if you went back to last year, you would say, what was the weak link? It was the offensive line play. I think they did a lot to address that this year. So you see McGovern out there. You see Torrance out there. You see kind of the rotation going. We're expecting more from Deion Dawkins. And then when you see them all lining up in a practice, even without Diggs and Milano, you're like, yeah, these guys are pretty talented. They've got some serious talent on this roster. They do. I still think that they, they arguably have the best overall roster in the NFL. I mean, it's debatable. I think the Eagles roster is really good. The Chiefs, of course, roster is really good. There's several teams that lay, lay, could lay claim to that, but I think the Bills are right in that mix for the discussion of best top-to-bottom roster. And then when you add on one of the best quarterbacks in the league, I think that's why they're obviously in the discussion once again as one of the top three, four, five at worst teams as far as betting odds to win the Super Bowl. I think usually they're three or four if you look at most Vegas odds. Let's talk about guys being absent, guys not being there. We made a prediction on Stefan Diggs. We were both right. He did not mm-hmm. show up to voluntary OTAs. And of course it is voluntary. Um, you know, there's still going to be a talk about it. There's still going to be a story about it until he shows up. Uh, he, let's see what we don't know when that's going to happen. Von Miller, I thought was very eloquent on it. He was asked after to give his perspective and he said, Hey, he's a superstar on and off the field. Nobody really questions anything about that. Like he, he went into it for a little over a minute and it was all the nice stuff that you would hear a, a guy say about their teammate who they believe, hey, when he gets here, he's ready to rock and roll. No issue whatsoever about it. And I wouldn't expect anything different from a guy like Von Miller. Josh Allen basically said the same thing. And Josh even said, hey, without him here, some guys are getting some reps that are pretty valuable that he they wouldn't get if he was here. So that obviously matters as well. He pointed to Trent Sherfield, who we could talk about as far as him being impressed with him. But that was the most notable absent along with Matt Milano. But I will tell you just – Matt Milano, for everybody to know, he's been at everything so far. So I'm guessing he'll be here in short order. Uh, he just mm-hmm. wasn't on the field when we were there Tuesday, but he's been at every other workout that I know of. Yeah, the only other notable name that was not there is Latavius Murray, right? I can't think of anybody else. Am I missing anybody? Yes, um, there was Greg Manns. That was, that was it. Latavius okay. Murray, Greg Manns, Matt Milano, and Stefan Diggs. So shout out, really, for incredible attendance across the board from the Bills. That's That's really, really good to have just four guys who are not there for, once again, voluntary workouts. I think uh, Von Miller kind of poured some water on any flames that were out there with the Stefan Diggs stuff. I never really thought it was a big deal. We talked about on the last podcast how we think that he needs to say something, but that also doesn't mean that it's a big deal. You just need to hear him say, it's not a big deal, which I think is ultimately going to happen. I almost get the sense, though, that he's not showing up till mandatory minicamp, which right. still not the end of the world, whatever. But the way Vaughn was talking about it, we both kind of thought, OK, he won't be there for the first one. Maybe he shows up for the second one or something like that. I kind of get the sense now that he's probably not going to be there from any of the voluntary workouts. But it, like he said, Vaughn said it better than I can say it. He's a superstar. I have no doubts that Stefan Diggs will be ready to play football once things get cooking again. And I think he's just going to kind of pick up where he left off. I, I think that mm-hmm. he really just is frustrated with how the season ended. Yeah. And for a guy to be competitive like that, for a guy to be fiery like that, I think that's what makes Stefan Diggs, Stefan Diggs. If he didn't have that edge, if he didn't have that fire in him, he's probably not half the player that he is. And also, you know, Josh Allen, king, king of the kind of positive spin on things. But there is something to be said about those other guys getting looks and getting reps because 
they're not going to get as many reps when Stefan Diggs is there. Like Trent Sherfield isn't going to get kind of featured as much as he was on Tuesday when Diggs is there. But that is a good opportunity for really all of them, for Josh and for the other wide receivers. You know, when I say, which we both did last podcast, when I say, you know, Stefan needs to address what happened at the end of the season. That's just something that needs to happen. I'm not coming from a place of, oh my God, we got to hear from him. What happened? Dig mm-hmm. in, you know, FB, CSI investigation. The biggest reason I say it, Matt, is I think it will just be better for the whole team once it's done. That nobody mm-hmm. has to worry about it anymore. Nobody has to question it anymore. It's not a distraction. It's not a talking point. I don't think it goes away until that happens. You know what I mean? I think that's why, to me, it's important he says something. It's not that, yeah. oh my God, we got to hear from Stefan Diggs. I can't believe this guy. That's not why. To me, it's, hey, the quicker this can be done, the quicker they can get on with football and not, not having to hear about it anymore. I tend to agree with that. And I do think that once that happens, it's going to go away. And this is also, once again, coming from the scope of people who cover the bills, people who follow the bills for a living and fans out there who care about the bills. The Stefan Diggs situation is not by any stretch a national story right now. It's not something that's dominating the headlines around the league. I think it's just something that's here in Buffalo. People are wondering, when are we going to see Stefan Diggs? When's he going to come back? But this has not reached the magnitude of, you know, oh, my goodness, this is a really big deal that he's not here. Let me ask you this. This is a nice little exercise really for, you know, people who cover the team and people who follow the team along. We went out to practice on Tuesday. Practice ends. And we had our executive producer there with us. And that's not normal. But, you know, we're trying a couple new things here at Channel 7. And I asked him, what do you think the biggest story from the day is? What do you think the biggest story from the day was from phase two, day one of OTAs. What was the biggest thing you took away? The biggest thing I took away or the biggest story? Because I think those could be two different things. Let's say biggest story, and then we'll talk about our biggest takeaways. Biggest story. Um, was it Damar? Mm, I think for a lot of people it is. Yeah. Yeah, probably because, you know, Matt, what was interesting to me was we were told that everything's good right he's cleared just like everybody else like the doctors cleared him and all that and i was kind of surprised that he wasn't practicing unless it was a new injury like if it's related to everything that happened with him that kind of was a surprise to me because from what we had heard that wouldn't be the case like he's just going to be inserted and play just like everybody else and that was what i think i took away from the previous press conferences which obviously wasn't the case I still actually, though, feel like it was a step in the right direction. Even though he wasn't a full participant, when we talked to Sean the morning of Tuesday, when we went out to OTAs, he said that he was not going to be practicing. But then we got out onto the field, and he was there with his teammates, and then he was kind of doing individual stuff. Now, if this was a regular season, he would have been listed probably as limited. He was not a full participant. But given where he was... The fact that he's going out there and hitting the sleds and he's, you know, running routes with the defensive backs and stuff like that. I think there is something to be said about him being farther along in this process than originally anticipated. So, yeah, maybe it was a bit of a surprise that he wasn't a full participant, given what we heard during the last OTAs. But I still took it as a step in the right direction. Was that your answer? That was the biggest story of the day when your executive producer asked you? So we we kind of settled on. There wasn't one big story, so Mm -hmm. let's hit multiple things briefly. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, when you're dealing with a local news segment, you're talking about a minute and a half, two minutes. So it was Mm -hmm. boom, boom, boom. So I think we said something along the lines of, you know, Stefan Diggs isn't here, but we are. His teammates don't seem to care. 
we heard from Von Miller. Then it was like, you know, who was there? Uh, Damar Hamlin, but he wasn't a full participant. Still, though, a step in the right direction. Then there was something from Sean, and then it was, oh, look, Josh Allen. And if you want to know why people care so much about Josh Allen, I posted a quick 74-second <laughs> video of Josh Allen, okay? Very quick. These numbers are not earth-shattering. These are not regular season numbers by any stretch. Don't overestimate, because I don't want to make it seem like this is crazy. How many people do you think viewed that 74-second video of Josh Allen on Twitter? Mm, over the last 24 hours, I guess, right? Since it's since, yeah. since we're, we're recording this? Uh, 15,000. 153,000. Oh, my gosh. 153,000 people watched a video of Josh Allen practicing on the field. That's how much hunger there is for Bill's football to be back. That's also just how great the fan base is like that. You can just post a video of Josh Allen throwing at a net and throwing to players. And people are like, Oh my gosh, look at Josh Allen. I got like dietitians in the comments that are like, he looks pretty lean. I got people who are talking about his <laughs> throwing it. motion. I got great. a little bit of everything in the comments. Well, speaking of Josh Allen, he was very impressed with one player and I'll tell you who, what I took away from OTAs on Tuesday. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.